Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The BHP Podcast is presented by bowhunterplanet.com. Join the hunt. Support for this podcast is provided by Cold Steel Knives, HHA Sports, Grind Life Coffee, Skullhooker, Scott Archery, and Burris Optics. Hey everyone, this is Tim from Bowhunter Planet. Make sure you check out the new podcast, Respect the Game, wherever you find your podcast. Let's mount up! Hello and welcome to the bowhunterplanet.com podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, tonight, along with myself, Dave Thomas. Yeah, you heard me right. <laughs> As uh, the coronavirus rips through our society and messes up everything we've put in place in society at this point, I find myself here alone at the studio uh, recording a podcast tonight. But, um, you know, it's okay because nowadays with Skype and FaceTime, it allows us to still have some conversations with people and get people involved. So tonight, the good news is we actually have Chris Hammond from HHA. So that's going to be really exciting. We're going to go through what they have going on in their company, uh, some things with HHA USA, and a whole bunch of other stuff with from Chris. But the good news is Chris and I can just hang out. You know, we can chat even though it's obviously through FaceTime, but that's fine. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention. Uh, lots going on right now, but at the same time, we are seeing like some really cool things that have never really happened. Like for instance, the other night I was sitting in my house watching a live concert on Instagram from Matt Nathanson, and I thought that was one of the coolest things I've ever experienced. This guy's in his house. This guy who sells thousands, millions of albums, whatever, is just doing it from his house. It's just really something cool to see that you just don't see every day. And uh, a strange feeling when you see something like that, you know, it's like, wow, you know, they're people just like us, just like me, you know, and so it really puts a perspective that we haven't really seen in, uh, in, in my lifetime, at least in my parents' lifetime, I think, kind of puts everybody on the same playing field, you know, it's a serious situation, so um, the good news is, as a hunter and outdoorsman, we can still enjoy the outdoors, and we can still enjoy some of the industry talk and chat and uh, at least get to see how everybody's doing and learn about products. It gives us something to do while we're stuck indoors. So it's going to be a cool night. So stick around. Uh, we're going to get Chris on here in a minute and get started. Until then, um, let's just have some fun. So uh, if you guys have anything you want us to touch uh, on on the podcast in the next couple of weeks, just let us know. Now's a good time since you'll be sitting at home. Just go ahead and leave a comment on what you guys would like to see. Um, we can do that and get that uh, queued up. We have a couple bows coming from different companies that are still um, being videoed soon here. But uh, yeah, take a moment. Think about some hunting things you want to talk about. We're going to start doing some live feeds. Uh, well, probably just going to be me and maybe I can like um, get Jamie, you know, patched in somehow. But 
I'm going to start doing some live feeds on how we do the test lab process, which makes it a little bit fun. And you guys can see a little bit more behind the scenes, uh, something that's not pre-done or pre-recorded. So it'd be kind of kind of fun, something different, and uh, keep everybody on their toes. So anyhow, uh, okay, cool. Let's patch in Chris and then uh, learn about HHA and have a little fun tonight. And ladies and gentlemen, Chris Ham, how are you doing, man? Good. Good. How about you guys? Not too bad. I mean, as or you know. Guy, I should say. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. singular. You're solo today, right? And you can see why. The coronavirus. Everybody's wow. gone. No one's allowed in. So I live the closest to the studio, so it's my responsibility to come take care of business, and which is fine. I can actually physically walk here, so makes it kind of nice. But uh, no one is actually here. Everybody's traveling, and, um, well, Ke- Kevin's stuck in Florida because that's where he went before this happened. And uh, so he's there on vacation with his wife, and... Uh, Jamie and Tim and everybody else is kind of locked down and their their wives aren't letting them leave and vice versa my wife's like don't don't no one's allowed over there <laughs> so my yeah. own, just you and me tonight we get to talk about whatever <laughs> cool so hopefully hopefully we don't get uh interrupted tonight yeah yeah no we should be good we should be good so uh Chris what I guess let's start off with HHA and what's been going on with you guys over there and your new product lines and all that so why don't you take us through real quick kind of like what's going on with the products and what you have in store for everybody this year yeah we uh we came out with our most aggressive new product launch ever I mean this is our 36th year in business um and we've never never had such a broad product launch that we did this year. I mean, a lot of the products, a lot of the sites that people are going to see are going to look similar to the stuff we had last year, but with kind of a new twist on them. So um, everything is kind of getting rebranded under the Tetra name, which the Optimizer Tetra was a site we came out with back in 2018. It was one of our most popular new products ever. Um, and so we just decided to kind of move forward with that name. So the the Kingpin, which I think you've... Uh, You've had the pleasure of playing around with one oh, of those yeah. over the years. That that site is no more, but it actually um, came back in the Tetra Max uh, with a few new bells and whistles on it. So that's kind of our top-of-the-line site. Um, and then the Tetra um, got a few of those bells and whistles as well, and we just removed the optimizer name from it. So the Tetra is, is similar to what it was last year, but, but yet with a couple new features. And then we've got a new Tetra LT which is kind of a 2.0 version of our optimizer light, just our standard slider that people have been been shooting for almost 25 years now. Yeah, I, I have to say, I do, when I look at the Tetra, the new Tetras, I love the dial. I love the fact that it's kind of like starred, where you can just easily, I mean, you got that pressure. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with the other one by any means. I just, I don't know, something about it, I like the way it looks, the way it turns. The other thing I noticed I was telling you last time we talked was the, the pins, how you guys came up with that really cool idea to make the pins kind of go up and inward. Um, it just looks awesome on the Tetra. Oh, you're talking, pin. yeah, and I didn't even get to that. You're talking oh, on the new multi-pin, right? It looks fantastic. I mean, this thing looks so cool. I'm just staring at it going, oh, my gosh, that is like the perfect thing because, again, I know you and I have talked in the past about this, is that a solo pin is amazing and does a great job and, and all that, but having that ability to make that quick decision fast is, is huge, and having that four pin is a great option for that. You bet. I mean, we've we've taken, a, I don't want to say taken a stab. It makes it sound like we didn't try, but we've had several multi-pin sites over the years. I mean, this is probably our fifth or sixth version of one now, and, and hands down, this is the this is the nicest multi-pin we've ever had. I mean, the new pin design, um, that new molded green sight ring, um, that, that basically is across the board on the whole Tetra line. So, um, and then the, the main claim to fame on that Tetra and what set it apart three years ago when we first introduced it is the uh, 
your rough adjust on your scope as far as getting the elevation on that. You used to have to bounce it from one set of holes to the next, but now that's infinite, infinitely adjustable on the front. So wow. you can move it. You can move it as little or as much as you want without having to, to be the victim of moving it, you know, into, into a designated set of holes. So every, every Tetra site, be it the LT, the Tetra, or the Tetra Max, all have that feature on there. Yeah, that is really something. That looks so good. Uh, you know, the one thing about you guys that you've done such a great job with is the quality. I mean, the quality of these things is second to none. It looks amazing. The quality looks great. Uh, and I know the structures from the past ones have always been super solid, durable, I know I've hit mine on branches and different things, no issue whatsoever, uh, just completely locked down. I mean, it, it, I'm assuming that's one of your guys' biggest things you pushed over the years was to create something that's going to be that solid? It is, because, I mean, my you know my brother does all of our design work. He's a bow hunter, has been for, for all of his life. I am. I mean, Scott, our sales manager, is. Um, we've got a lot of guys within the uh, within our walls here that, that hunt as well, and that's something we've always prided ourselves on is our quality. And being American-made and machining all of our own parts, it's very easy. I shouldn't say very easy, but much easier to do that than, you know, working with an outside outside machining house. I mean, if there's a if there's an issue with the tolerance, we basically just walk up to the machine and say, hey, we've, we've got to fix this. And, and yeah. so so the quality control is, has always been there. That's something we've always prided ourselves on as far as, you know, that being American-made and then our warranty as well, so. Take us through real quick the price points. I know you guys have a range of price points. So for somebody who doesn't have a ton of money, what's the option? And then, and then through the fact that someone who might have a ton of money and that wants to spend the money. So give us an idea of the price ranges. Yeah, and I mean, I guess I'll start out with our new Tetra series, which is kind of the ones that we're that we're pushing. We still of the you know this wasn't an apocalypse by any means, but the. Uh, the, the only sites that really survived the purge were the optimizer light and the ultra. So those two sites are still there. So, I mean, we've got, um, you know, our 3000 optimizer series, that's a one Oh nine 99 to one Oh nine retail. So, I mean, if somebody doesn't have a ton of money or they aren't sure they want to shoot a single pin and just want to try it, that, that optimizer light 3000, 5000 series, you're going to get those in that 99 to 159 range. Um, and then moving up from there, you get into the next tier with our, our Ultra, which that site's been out for a long time. Um, and that's going to be in that low to mid two range. Um, and then from there, then you move into the uh, into the Tetra series. And the, the Tetra LT, um, again, that's a slider. So that's going to be, um, I think those are coming in around 189. So um, that being the 2.0 version of the slider. And then the standard Tetra. Uh, those are going to start around 250. That's that's where you get the wheel forward. So in order to get a, a wheel forward design, you've got to go to that Tetra, um, and then for about an extra 50 bucks, you can get that on a dovetail. Which I mean, there's a lot of people that are yeah they like that they like getting that sight out in front of the bow. So we did that five years ago, and we came out with the Kingpin. So we offer a dovetail on both the Tetra and the Tetra Max series. Um, and then you know then you start getting into that Max. Then you're talking 350 up to. You can spend five hundred bucks on a Tetra Max with a five pin, uh, four pin on a dovetail. So, so we've got everything from from ninety nine to four ninety nine, depending on your on your pocketbook and what your needs are. So let's talk a minute about the Tetra Max. Um, I'm looking at it, and there's something on this that drives me to think back and you know remember HHA a couple of years back, maybe five six years ago, maybe even before that actually. But um, the Matthews dampener. Uh, so you guys still using it, huh? We are, and we're all, that's, that, cool. that's the only site that we're using it on. We had used it on the Ultra for a while. Um, yeah. 
and then just decided that you know the the only place we were going to stick it was going to be on our on our top of the line site and there's really yeah. unfortunately there's not a home for it on the dovetail site so the so it's on the tetra max uh only so. yeah it looks great i was just thinking i just saw it there for a split second I go, oh my gosh i didn't know that you guys are still using that thing that's great uh, yep. I know it's been on there a while. You guys have used it for some years. And the whole concept of that is to help with the shock, right? It's going to take any sort of extra vibration, I'm assuming? Correct. Yep. Nice. All right. So a lot of great options for the bow hunter here from what I'm seeing. Um, now with HHA and the abilities that they're doing with the you know the multi-pin and everything right in front of you, there's just so many good options, especially with those prices, Chris. You have such a great variety makes it very simple in my mind when people are going to buy one. Um, can we, can you explain real quick? So people don't understand the pin sizes, like is, is 0. 0.10, 0.010. Is that thicker or thinner than the 19? 10 is going to be the smallest. So the smaller, the number, the smaller, the pin. So, I mean, I remember back 25 years ago when we first got into fiber optics, we were actually selling, they called it 40 back then, but it was basically a 39 or a 40 thousands fiber. Wow. So, that's um, a big one, huh? <laughs> that that ship has long since sailed and then we uh we graduated down to the 29s and i don't th- we still offer 29s in a handful of sites just for for older eyes that need that bigger pin but yeah um the bulk of our sales are in that 19 and then um luckily i'll be i guess i'll be 45 here in may i'm still able to get away with that 10,000 spin i don't know how much longer <laughs> that's going to fly but um i like the 10 myself i don't i don't do you know i don't think i've ever taken an animal at more than about 30 or 35 yards yeah. but just for 3D and target practicing, it's nice to have that smaller pin at longer range. Now, which uh, which site do you use right now? I'm actually, uh, maybe we could put this thing up for auction on a future podcast. It's kind of nice. like a hybrid, like one-off. It's a it's a kingpin, Tetra Max, Frankenstein, I don't know what you want to call it, but it was a, <laughs> it was a prototype, but essentially it's, uh, it'd be our Tetra Max uh, hunter version is basically what I'm shooting now. That's so awesome. I started shooting last fall, so. So Chris, for you know, I've talked, I had this conversation with different companies in the industry, but for you guys specifically, when we talk about research and design and engineering and you know future concepts, what does that look like for you guys on on a yearly basis? So like right now, you have this out in the market, you're already producing these. At what point do you guys start to say, all right, what is what is next? What is going to be our next evolution of this product? Yeah, I mean that kind of varies from year to year. Um... And I think, I mean, we, we've talked in past podcasts before, but I mean, my dad started our company back in the mid eighties. Um, and he was our primary designer until my brother came back to work for him full time in 92. Um, and then, um, my dad had some various health issues. So he, he actually passed away last July, um, and has that. been out of the design for probably the last four years. So it's primarily my brother's job now. Um, I'm not a design guy by trade, but I mean, I, I throw in a, I'm good for about one or two ideas a year, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I think that could be said for him on the sales and marketing side. That's yeah. not his game, but he, he comes up with one or two. Just we, we, we look in on each other just to make sure we don't get tunnel vision. But, um, yeah, I mean, like right now, for instance, we've got product already in works for 2020 um, that we just we simply couldn't get to it in 2020. Or I'm sorry, 21, we've got stuff coming already. Um concepts for and we just we even if we'd had the engineering capacity to get it all done i don't think we would want to hit the consumers with that much new product in one year we yeah. uh we already did that so um but we're uh 
so that, that's kind of how that process goes. And like I said, I, I have some input on that. Scott Bach and my sales manager, I mean, he does all of our trade shows. He's got a, a great history in the business as far as working, you know, behind the counter, um, being a buyer for, uh, for one of our biggest customers and now, now working behind the desk for us. So, so he comes with a lot of knowledge and expertise and, and really is our, our plug into the dealers. So, yeah, yeah. um, for, for as good as we are at what we do. And I say that with the utmost of humility, but I mean, we couldn't do that without feedback from our dealers, feedback from consumers. I mean, these aren't all ideas that we just spin up at the HHA factory. A lot of the stuff that people see on the, on the sites has come from, from outside of our doors. Now when you're, so it's interesting in Wisconsin and obviously there's other brands in Wisconsin, like Matthews and other big brands as well in the archery industry. Is there anything that's like, um, is there any sort of like conference or anything that you guys do together besides like, you know, besides saying hi at the ETA, but is there anything that happens in the state with the state hunting companies together or not really? Not really. Um, it's funny you should say that because we're uh, the gentleman that runs our local S3DA. He's the S3DA uh, representative for the state of Wisconsin. We've actually talked about putting together uh, a state 3D shoot with like a Wisconsin manufacturers championship. Oh, if you nice. will, just getting a bunch of Wisconsin companies under that umbrella because right now there is no there is no state 3d championship Um, everybody's kind of got their own little thing but as far as uh, any kind of summit between us wisconsin manufacturers no there isn't really anything i mean we've got some partnerships we um we just came out with a new crossbow mount um that we worked on with mission this year we came out with our own 2.0 version of our speed dial but now we've got a a version that fits exclusively on the math uh mission crossbow um and we do uh Chris Hood from Predator Camo is actually one of our, I guess you call him an ambassador or content creator. So Chris and his dad, Frank, will shoot our product and, uh, and provide us with some content as well. So, I mean, we, we do work closely with those guys. Um, Vortex supplies us with a, with a scope for our crossbow mount. So um, I guess us personally, I mean, we, we try to stay local when we can. I mean, um, probably shouldn't be saying this, but I, I shoot a Matthews bow I have for quite some time. So they're only an hour and a half down the road from us. So be hard not um, to, they're right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, and again, I might get myself in trouble for this, but I mean, bows are kind of like pickup trucks or soda. I mean, they yeah. all, they all taste good. They, they all do drive the same fast. Thing. It's what's your, what's your preference. Yep. So at the end of the day, they're all um, going to kill a deer. But, for sure. but obviously just the proximity and having a good relationship with those yeah. guys. So makes sense. Yeah, I see it on the website. Um, if, if, so you guys go to missioncrossbows.com, see the HHA Tetra XB site system, uh, about two hundred and seventy nine ninety nine MSRP. It looks like on here, but this thing looks sick. And let's talk about crossbow a little bit, Chris. Uh, so the crossbow market. I mean, this is such a giant market, especially when it first turned on and went ballistic for a while there, because all the gun hunters were grabbing bows and the the, the archers that were buying them because they were like wanted a backup idea. Then when they got lazy and some of them and other ones just because they wanted to shoot a crossbow, whatever. Um, when did this start to come to HHA and you said, we have to create something and put our technology on crossbows? Boy, I want to say it's been, I'd have to look back in our catalog archives, but it's probably been 10 or 12 years since we had that first version of that speed dial out. I want to say 2007, 2008 was when that launched. Jeez, oh, peace. I didn't realize it was that long. That's crazy. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't either. That's too funny. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it just made sense because, I mean, um, similar to shooting a multi-pin sight, I mean, for as much as I like our multiple pin sight, I'm still a single pin guy. I like that one that one sight pin. And so, uh, we just wanted to take that same concept over to the crossbow market instead of having to pick from, 
four or five different crosshairs, why not put our tape system on a, on a dial mechanism that would essentially allow you to use a single reticled scope? Uh, generally, how far will it get you on a crossbow? Like how far of a shot would this allow me to go? Um, Maybe not for deer, but just this, if I wanted to shoot as far as I could go. Like what kind of distance are we talking? Generally? Yeah, I mean, we've, we've got enough travel built into that system to get you out to 125, wow. 130 yards, depending on the speed of the crossbow. So, nice. And that's one thing I, you know, kind of going into our earlier conversation, talking about using customer feedback. I mean, that's something as the, as the mm-hmm. bows got faster, we, you know, We'd get a guy that, hey, I've got a bow that's too fast for your tapes. So then we, we, we cut off some of the slow ones and add some faster tapes. So yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Um, so, you know, just to be clear, this system, right, uh, that you actually sell yourself, you have your own uh, crossbow Tetra XB, and on this on your website. And so, will this go on any crossbow like the Raven? And you know what I mean? Like, will it go on other ones? PSC, Raven, uh, should whatever, pretty much. Barnett. I mean, I don't like to use the word all because there's going to be a crossbow out there somewhere that it's not going to fit on. But for the most part, it should fit on most of the t- of the crossbows of today. So, yeah, very cool. Yeah, it looks great. I love that how you guys carried over that design onto the uh, handle there. It's so cool how you adjust it. it looks great. Yeah, yeah, it looks like something out of Star Wars. So. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so let's talk about the 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 uh, you know the users and stuff of uh, HHA. So you guys have on here on your website, as I'm just kind of peering around um, at the bottom, I believe it says hashtag HHA Nation. Um, so is that a place for like the users to post, like if they want to um, share photos with you guys of things they've done, and kind of as a community, or how how do you guys use it? I guess. Absolutely. I mean, I think you've seen that in a lot of brands. I mean, um, I don't want to say that we stole that from somebody. I mean, everybody's got a yeah, nation. I'm, I'm a big NASCAR fan. So, I mean, Kyle Busch has got Rowdy Nation. I mean, that's just yeah. that's what it is. But, um, yeah, it was just kind of a way for our users to, to share their successes with us, whether it be out in the field or on the range, just kind of a way for them to, to connect and, and sit around the campfire with us and as a, as a group. Yeah, that's very cool. And that kind of leads me to the other discussion that we were going to talk about is the HHA USA. Um, can you take us kind of through that and what that's promoting and how it works? Yeah, that's something that really became a passion of mine about five years ago. Um, we just we started to get more and more calls, email inquiries from uh, active duty and, and veterans wanting veterans discounts on our products. So um, actually, our pro staff manager at the time had run into the one of the employees from vortex and they've got a very attractive military discount so we started talking with those guys and, and decided to start doing something similar so um we actually offer a 25 percent discount to veterans um just as our thanks to them for for everything that they do because without without our veterans you and i wouldn't be having this conversation or it would be be looking very different so yeah, very um, different language <laughs> yeah so that started uh about five years ago well then fast forward to 2016 um and i'm pretty sure you guys have a chapter over there but i started as a ground volunteer for the never forgotten honor flight which for people that aren't familiar with that it's a it's a non-profit organization there's about 140 chapters around the country and they send world war ii korea and vietnam veterans to washington dc for the day to visit the memorials oh, that were cool. erected in their honor Very um cool. awesome awesome organization so um, like I said, just starting as a ground volunteer, just fell in love with it. And I was driving back from the airport one night and thought, well, I have a pretty successful archery business. How can I leverage that to raise money for this, yeah. for this organization? So, um, long story short, started putting on archery shoots for our local chapter, 
Um, and over three years' time, we put on 10 shoots, and we raised about $90,000. Wow, that's incredible. And it, uh, for amazing. people that don't know, it costs $500 to send a veteran to D.C. So, um, But the more of those shoots that I did, I would have people asking me, hey, can you come down here? Can you come down there? And it's, at the time, I was working under their nonprofit, so I was kind of um, restricted to their their coverage area, they cover 12 counties. So if I wanted to move elsewhere in Wisconsin, I was going to need somebody else's nonprofit to work under. So that yeah. was kind of how HHA USA was born. Um, and it allowed me to have now my own fundraising bucket to do these shoots pretty much anywhere in the state of Wisconsin. Wow. That's incredible. That's very and so, cool. Yeah. So this year, I mean, obviously we don't know where things are going with this Corona stuff, yeah. but we've, uh, we've got three shoots in already and we've got six more on the docket for 2020. Um, around the state of Wisconsin. And then what we're also doing this year, now that I've got my own, my own organization is we're, we're passionate about the 22 a day that commit suicide. Well, yeah. And so we've partnered with three other organizations, um, wounded warriors in action, which was started by a a veteran here out of Wisconsin. Um, another group called the Neestead foundation started by a a gentleman by the name of James Neestead that served in the Delta force back in the eighties. And then, um, the E3 Ranch Foundation, which was started by Adam LaRoche, who a uh, former, former baseball player uh, in the Buck Commander, a uh, friend of mine. Um, and all three of those groups specialized in getting veterans out hunting and fishing to help combat PTSD. So um, Jeez, what our plan is is to, is to donate our first 22% that we raise every year equally to those three organizations to kind of do our part to raise awareness for that. So Yeah, that's amazing great job on that by the way that's that's really impressive i want to say that that's a lot of fun you know it's huge because i think a lot of people uh, there's always like shoots and different things that happen but the thing is is that a lot of them are it's like how do we you know you gotta have stuff that actually goes to these companies that actually helps these people um and that's the thing And, and i know with what you're doing that is truly what's happening i mean creating your own uh company to do that is so critical in helping and taking what you've learned and what you're you're successfully done in this industry to be able to share that uh with the veterans and help them is seriously incredible so hats off to you chris that is honestly amazing man well i appreciate that i mean it's uh it's been a humbling experience and it's something that i hope more of uh you know my associates in the industry kind of take upon themselves to do because it's it's we're very blessed to have a have had a successful archery business for the last 35 years i hope we're doing it for 35 more but but success is only good if you can share it with somebody else in my opinion and so i really i really hope that other people kind of follow my lead and do something similar to this whether it be for cancer or for veterans yeah for sure whatever um i look at a guy like adam laroche i mean he uh he walked away from a pretty lucrative contract with the white Sox his last year to basically you know help veterans and then he's also um huge in the fight against sex trafficking so i mean it was i think it was june or july of the year that he hung up his cleats he could have been standing on first base making millions of dollars a year and instead he was halfway around the world in a brothel pulling pulling underage girls out of bad situations wow, so, i mean that incredible that's a guy that gets it you know yeah what I mean? that's incredible so speaking of crazy stuff though how's things going with you guys over there with this virus in wisconsin that's uh <laughs> It's different. I don't know. I just, uh, I'm in an online Bible study with some guys in the archery industry and we were talking about it last night and everybody was just kind of, I don't know if I would say numb or overwhelmed, but it's just, yeah. it's, we're, we're in uncharted territory. Yeah. Here. It's, it's very, interesting, isn't it? You very think strange about, times. You think about, um, 
where we're at and you think of like our grandparents, their parents' lives and all that, we've never really seen anything like this and nor have we ever really it's it's so it's so surreal. I don't even know the word. Like I just like we were last night we were watching a concert from one of my favorite artists from a long time ago, Matt Nathanson, and my family and I are watching this. He's live streaming it from his home in California on lockdown and he's live streaming this and, and I'm thinking in my head like we're all just people, you know, like when you see it that way, it changes things. Like when I see him in his room, like you're seeing me in this office, which is literally just a room. You're like, oh, it's just a room, right? It's just a guy. And that's why I remember thinking like, God, this guy I always looked up to is like this huge presence. You know what I mean? Like this is actually him. You know, this is the best video I've ever seen in my life. You know what I mean? Like this is amazing. He's just singing with a guitar and no, no vocals or help or anything, you know, but just the fact that you're seeing these amazing artists like do these concerts live on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube uh, for free just to keep people occupied at home is like one of the most humbling things I've ever seen. I saw a country star uh, do one the other day. Uh, I'll remember his name in a few minutes. He's so good. And he he did a couple songs, you know, just for fun. And it was it was literally incredible. So I don't know. It is surreal, like just being able to see all that stuff online and, and watch all those people talk about it and all that. But also the coverage that we've seen of it, you know, it's just been so much and so, you know, everything you see is not, there's never a dull moment of, of them talking about it somewhere. Well, and that's just, I mean, that just says that the day and age that we're in, I mean, something happens halfway around the world and we know about it a second later. So, I mean, that's a, I guess it's a blessing and a curse. It's good yeah. to be updated, but you can get, inundated with information too so I, I was just talking to my designer graphic designer who lives over in battle creek which i don't know how far that is from you guys but um him and i were chatting and he's like yeah after a while you just have to you have to just turn it off you know yeah, it's good sure. to stay informed but yeah it's, it's crazy crazy times i tell you that right now um so anything else chris we miss anything else you want to talk about um i don't think so yeah i know i guess and just i mean just to kind of one more point on that. I mean, I, I went to Walmart this morning and I mean, I, I try to be a pretty outgoing guy. One thing I always do when I see any veterans out, I always thank them for their service. So one of the first people I meet in the parking lot, there's a veteran sticking a bunch of groceries in the back of his bug, you know? So it was kind of cool to run into him, but then, um, and I, it's like this all over the country. I mean, the, the, the bread's low, the milk's low, the eggs yeah. are low. And, and I saw the, saw the bread guy, which I've probably seen him 50 times in the last <laughs> 20 years you know and never thought to say a word to him and today i just said like you know what this guy needs his day lifted up and i just yeah. I thanked him for what he did and he looked at me and i thought he was going to start ball and he's like thanks i appreciate for that it's good to hear <laughs> once in a while you know he, he knows all he's doing to put bread on the shelf yeah. but if it wasn't for him you, yeah. you, you and i wouldn't be eating toast so i'm not gonna lie to you this morning i woke up my wife woke me up at my wife um teaches some online like um she teaches English online to uh, like foreign kids. It's interesting. But anyway, she has to have internet and all that. So about 4.30 in the morning, I see this light. like, And I'm like, what the heck is this light? You know, And it, it woke me up. And she's like, the power's out. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I was like, this could be really bad. Like, if the power's out, this could be a, <laughs> a critical situation, right? Because you, you build food. You put all of this deer meat. All this stuff's frozen, right? But if you lose power, it changes a lot of things about how long you can last, you know? You still hear me? Yep, yep. I just oh. you, you cut out for a second there, but no, it's uh, yeah, we're living in some strange times. But I mean, our 
we, we live in the greatest country in the world. We're going to come out the other side of this. And I just, I'm, I'm excited to see for what happens when we yeah. do, because, um, you know, there, there's, we're, we're so connected these days and I find it ironic that, you know, now social distancing, that's the, that's the thing when everybody's social. So, yeah. um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully when we come out the other side, we get back to more of like it was when, when you and I were growing up and we're, we're not on our phones so much and we're, we're out in the backyard yeah. having campfires and, and shooting our bows and, and hopefully for the good of our industry, we can bring a few new people into it because I, I know there was people that were probably pretty shocked when the, when the ground beef was gone. So maybe, uh, maybe we'll have a few more people putting deer on the ground this year. Yeah. I've had a lot more people ask me about it. That's for sure. When this all started, like how yeah. do you, maybe you could do a, teach us how to hunt and teach us how to shoot a bow and all this stuff. I'm like, well, you yeah. should always know how to do that. I mean, I never thought it would come to that, but you never know, I guess you just don't know. You right. Survive off the land, you know? Exactly. That's crazy. All right, Chris Ham, HHA Sports. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate you coming on, and uh, stay safe over there, and uh, make sure you wash your hands a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. Right back at you, brother. All right, we'll see you next time, brother. See ya. Hey, thanks a lot. You bet. All right, bye. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.